0: Welcome to Off the Hustle, a podcast designed to help you grow as we grow. We're becoming our best selves, and you—we want you to join us.
1: Yeah, and there's no point being selfish and holding the the wealth and the knowledge to ourselves. As we push ourselves each and every day to be great, we're challenging you to do the same exact thing
0: we hold ourselves to a really simple mission of three things we build we grow and we develop we want you to join us in doing it
1: yeah so as we continue guys to give you great episodes make sure that the only thing we ask of you is if you hear something of value Stop immediately, pause the episode, and share it at that exact moment, because as you share the knowledge and the wealth that we give you guys, you guys are actually being a value to us as well as yourselves.
0: You're being too nice about it. We're we really simple. Every episode that you hear value, we want you to share. (laughs)
1: Yes, sir. Text. Social media,
0: in person, we don't care. It's an honor system, and we're asking you to do the honorable thing. Share the knowledge that you find so that someone else can be great.
1: And that's because that's what true hustlers do.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday. Yo. Welcome to another episode of Hustle. If you've been listening all week, you know that this week has been about networking. Monday, we talked about why you should build your network dive deep into what are the three circles of your network we talked about the healthy aspects of building those relationships and how to place people within your network
1: mm-hmm.
0: wednesday if you're listening we talked about rekindling past relationships what leads to a relationship decline in your network? and we gave you three create i say three But we really gave like 15 creative ways (laughs) to uh, rekindle those uh, relationships. We even dropped off a a a tad bit in the last five minutes where we gave something you could start doing on Wednesday that if you started doing it then, by now you would have probably built three relationships, rebuilt three relationships. Today, we're going to keep it short, sweet. We're talking about three creative strategies to build your network not rebuild build a fresh new network three really creative strategies welcome to off the hustle
1: you so it's Friday and I want to say that um each week we get better and better each week the conversations get better and better um and in the result um my my the my my daily experience. And the life that I live gets better and better. Um, And I say that because of the fact that, you know, being able to to have these conversations, it gets the, it gets, uh, for me, it gets my brain and gets my, it sparks my my creative thinking. It sparks my, you know, my my problem-solving skills and and just really taking it, it, it motivates me to take ownership of everything that I Put into, the, into the universe um, and to be able to close this week out with, you know, so much positive energy and being able to close this week out with, you know, applying um, the things that we talk about, I can tell you right now that I'm seeing the benefit. I'm, I'm reaping the, 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 um, the, the, the benefits of putting out the energy and putting out the time of reaching out to people within my network that I haven't reached out to before in a while, and you know this is you know as you guys continue to support us and um, follow our journeys, you can tell that Jared and myself we're we're growing, we're developing, we're always you know taking our taking the things that we um, that we're preaching, we're practicing it, and sometimes you know it ends in our favor, sometimes it does not, but we continue to um, put the work in and you know this is why we do it um we do this because you know of course we want to be able to you know build a community and you know help you guys but also being able to know that uh we we're holding ourselves accountable it you know it, it's worth the, it's worth the time to record it's worth the time to listen to these episodes after we record them and and just kind of um think about where we, where we are currently and where we want to go in the future so it's it's pretty cool man
0: yeah and it's crazy because you know these are some of the strategies that uh, if you listen to episode one, I talked about how I at the point now, I kind of get job interviews without having to put in applications where recruiters and you know h r managers reach out to mm-hmm. me, and I'm actually gonna give you know I'm gonna start out with how that happened. It's something that I call the three two one rule uh it sounds more complicated than it really is. What you do is you sit down and three days a week you want to talk to two people in your network mm-hmm. if you listen to the previous episode you know I actually believe that you should talk to someone in your network every single day but this is for building your network a new network so three days a week uh, that's your three two you want to talk to two people that's already in your network and try to get them to recommend more people that you should be talking to so you should ask them hey this is what I have going on. Do you know anyone in your network who you know may can help me out with this mm-hmm. that you would feel comfortable uh, endorsing me with? you have to always ask, do you feel comfortable endorsing me
1: and that's a, and and, and for someone who may be in the very beginning of their journey of um trying to figure out what their skill set is or trying to get back into the flow of you know, uh, either resi- re- build, rebuilding that, that resume or rebuilding or, um, or doing a review of what's they well house, what do they bring to the table. You know, that may be tough, but it's definitely an exercise that helps you, you know, confirm where you stand. Not so much about where your feet in reference to the feedback that you're getting, because that only plays a, a small percentage in this equation. Um, but what's most important is you're confirming how others see how others see you in the profession that you are pursuing, and it also helps you understand where you know where you match up um, in comparison to what you may think about yourself because you may under you actually may undervalue what you you know what you do and what you can bring to the table whereas other people may see you as you know on top tier level. Or being more experienced in what you think you actually can do and you know but that I think what you had just just mentioned is a great way to test that and you know despite if it's you know it, it turns out in your favor or not I think that's a, a definitely a great way to be able to know how to go about it uh, continuously improving your skills
0: yeah and the one and the three two one is you want to create a new connection you want to actively reach out and create a new connection on your own. Mm. Now, this could be someone you meet randomly. This could be someone you message on uh, LinkedIn. This could be someone you DM. Now, I'm going to walk you through a scenario where you would do the 3 2 1. Let's say if you want to just pause the podcast and do it right now. 3 2 1 would look like okay, so oh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to reach out to people. So, what I'm going to do now is let's say you go on your LinkedIn, you find two people that you know closely, two intimate people if you first time doing this. So I would do uh, Amari, and I'd probably do, you know, someone else. So what I would do is I'd reach out to Amari. Hey, Amari, how's everything going? And then I spark up a quick conversation. Uh, and then from there, what I would do is say, hey, this is what I have what I'm working on right now. Is there anyone in your, you know, network that you feel comfortable endorsing me to to help me uh, get more knowledge on this field or who have more expertise in how to do x y or z mm-hmm. uh and then if mari amari feels comfortable to do that he recommends someone to me if he doesn't i don't get upset I, I i i really ask uh what would i have to do what would i have to change what are some things i can improve on so that in the future i can earn your endorsement to someone else in your network
1: yeah and i think the last question that you just uh, that you just mentioned is the best way to go about that uh, because it's not because it, uh, sometimes it's not so much about our intentions. Sometimes it's about how the, our intentions are perceived to mm-hmm. the person on the receiving end. So with that being mentioned, you know, instead of saying, "Hey, what happened? Why, why am I? Why am I not? Why am I not deemed good or, or good enough to get part of your, um, get part of your person network, or you know, um, or coming off as defensive?" Sometimes you know, I think the best way to do it. Is to ask for that open advice, kind of like put it as an a open-ended question, to where it's, it, that person can be able to give you that feedback because you never know. It may be a reason why they may not feel comfortable. They may not have somebody in that person at work, or if they do, they may not have that level of rapport to where they can reach out to them and do their reference. So you know, but they can give you feedback on what you on what they think you can improve on. You can be probably the best person at what you do, you know, like legit, but. If they can give you some ideas or some things that you probably either either overlooked or some things that you haven't even thought about, that's still great because you're now getting feedback from somebody that, that you deem um close that you're close with and you're able to add your add you're able to add value to yourself and and still build that relationship with the, with that person
0: yeah and then one is uh using the same example I'm on LinkedIn, I want to reach out to one person it's my Friday. I gotta talk to one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it by a simple couple of ways. You can type in a skill. You can type in a job title. You could type in a company that you're looking to work for. So mm-hmm. if you have a dream company you want to work for, let's say we want to work for uh, Turner. What we would do is we would simply find someone, go to the Turner page, find out who works there. Probably go middle management, mm-hmm. middle management, or someone that has the role that you want or is on the path to the role that you want, mm-hmm. and you just reach out to them saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm passionate about. Uh, I see that you work at, da-da-da. I was wondering, could we get together, have coffee, and I could just ask you about you know, what it's like to work there or what's a, the what's a way that I can get on at the company. Now, you don't say get on, but get on at the company. Yeah. Uh, things of that nature. You just spark a conversation that will hopefully... Lead to you adding someone into your network that can help you get to your dream company in this scenario.
1: Yeah, and this and if you guys have been following us this week, uh, with our you know with our different episode with our Monday and Wednesday episode, go back to our episode that we dropped on Monday, and you and you can relate this to um, our subtopic when we talk about you know networking you know with um, in that process of your job search or also you know networking within. You know your current position at you know at your current workplace because this when you, you know, like we mentioned, it's it's very interesting and it's very helpful to do this in that time period where you're either that new person on the job or if you've been there for some time but you want to be able to expand your network to people that you actually have rapport with at your uh, your place of work, this is a great approach to do that because now guess what yeah seeing them they you, it's plenty of people that you see. Uh, there's plenty of people that you may see at your office or at your place of work every day. You may not know their name, or if you do, you don't know much about them, but I promise you, if you look them up on LinkedIn and you kind of get to see, you know, uh, their history, their work history, learn more about their hobbies, who they're associated with, you know, and actually reach out to them. That's a great way to be able to tie the ends with just being able to see a familiar face to so now you see some way and you can actually say, Hey and be able to start the conversation.
0: Yeah, and even now, Lamari knows I'll link I'll search anyone's LinkedIn that we work with mm-hmm. because I want to I look at it as like detective work. I want to see your story, what progressed you to where you are now, yeah. and I find talking points along the way because now I can have a more intelligent conversation with you. If I know that you served in the military right after college, I can thank you for your service. I can you know, act. What led to that decision? Or yeah. well, what led you get now? Because it seemed like you were on a good trajectory. But I I've seen the path, and I can look at their and tell how yeah. the path went. And and and
1: and 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 that may and that may seem like it's only, um, it's only a pro, um, appropriate for a. of an interview if you're trying to prepare for an interview, but I think that's also helpful if you're just trying to just connect with someone, Yeah, you know, that you already know because of the fact that now you actually have more of a framework, or a, I won't say framework, but you have more of a solid foundation to work off of when it comes to those beginning and initial conversations versus just a, a little small talk. The small talk works works for only you know with uh, with certain with some people, but I feel like it doesn't it doesn't help you out in the long run. It doesn't help like. you build rapport. Yeah, all. it does. not yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like being able to do that research. Hey, doing research helps a whole lot. And you know, and being able to so when you have that conversation, when you start having conversations with that pe- that person, you you can be able to know what they have interest in, what they you know their history, what led them somewhat to where they are now, and you know that plays a matter of fact. I did, I actually did that with my um with my career coach. You know, I did that with him, and and that went a long way because I I can feel I can I can see the immediate um, calmness. And and how he engaged with me, um, you know, from asking that simple question of, of his, you know, hey, I went on your LinkedIn, sent your an invite, and from that moment he was like, oh really? because I could from there because he's in kind right of people yeah, don't do that, yeah. And he actually he actually likes for a lot of his different um, people that he works with to connect with him on, on on LinkedIn because he's very proficient with it. So with that, I, I I think that's something you know definitely as I continue to work with my career coach, I think. Um, you know he, um, the stuff that he provides um, with, with to me, I can be able to share it with, you know, you and the rest of the rest of the people that we look, that listen to us and uh, follow us on on this podcast.
0: Yeah, and then now a lot of people have been wondering. I I briefly touched on on Monday's episode about me getting job interviews without putting in applications. So I'm actually gonna give the strategy idea that actually led to this phenomenon happening. Mm-hmm. There's something in sales that they call a down. And it's like, essentially, it's the person that you can sell anything to. They're just going to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was in working in auto sales training, I was taught that you can create that type of customer. The way you create it is by providing so much value that they just want to say, hey, I'll buy anything from you. Now, what I did was I took that same idea and I switched it to the approach of networking. How can I create people in my network that want to hire me? So what I did was I looked at the industry mm-hmm. that I wanted to work in. Uh, at this time, it was uh, it was before we got into real estate. Yeah. So it was automotive and real estate because I kind of just wanted to get my feet wet. So what I did was I actually typed in recruiter. Now, if you go into LinkedIn, you can type in recruiter. You can so, type in what industry you want. Mm-hmm. We'll actually type in recruiter, and then when recruiters come up, you filter. Yeah. So you filter by the industry, mm-hmm. and then after that, you filter by the location, because you only want people that's in. For me, where where I'm, you know, south of Atlanta, I do the Atlanta Metro, so I do within fifty miles of Atlanta, right? Because normally, if they're within fifty miles of Atlanta, their office is probably within thirty miles of Atlanta, which is about a thirty forty five minute drive, which yeah. isn't that bad. Typical, yeah, yeah. Typical Atlanta traffic. So what I did was, upon doing that, I sat down for an hour at night while i'm I'm watching tv i crafted a message if you want that message send you know dm me jared j sims follow me on linkedin jared sims j-a-r-r-e-t-t-s-i-m-s i'm a smiling guy with a gray suit on follow me i'll send you the message just say hey jared i want that message and i just crafted a nice message i sent it and i just went down every recruiter i didn't have to be linked with them most people think you have to link with someone to send them a message. No, there's a more button. You can hit send the message or you can hit the button that says connect with them and it'll let you connect with the message. It works better on the computer than it works on your phone. Now, if you're using your phone, it's not going to work. You got to do some extra steps. Now, what you do is you send this message to them when you send the invite to connect.
1: Yes, and that's, and that's, and that's honestly a preferred approach. Um, uh, after talking with so many different people, yeah, they want to know why like, you're trying to connect with them. Yeah, and I, Cause and, what and, I think that, and I think that's
0: common courtesy as well. Yeah, because what they're going to do is they're going to, before they even connect with you, they already got a notification saying, oh, so let's, let's look at the profile. Mm-hmm. Now they see that you sent them a, a, a message that says, hey, I would like to connect. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm not going to give away the message. You guys got to message me for that one. But the, my message is spelled out. It says exactly what I want. Now, some people a look at it, not reply. Some people connect, not reply, but now they connected with me. Now, what that means is they've looked at my LinkedIn profile. They saw some type of value in connecting with me. Even though they don't want to interact with me, they saw value in connecting with me. To see how my, my trajectory goes. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. It may not be true. But if you look at it with that mindset. is oh I haven't earned the right to give you value yet. But I gave you value just by connecting. Now like I said. I used to do this for an hour. And an hour I could hit about a hundred people. If I just copy. It's copy paste really. It's copy paste. You change the name at the <clears throat> time. Copy paste change the name. Copy paste change the name. And you do this for an hour. Targeted to recruiters or hr managers or you know something along those lines uh to people in the field industry you want to work in within the geographic location that you want to work in and if you want to get really specific do it for only a company you want to work in and if you do that for an hour you send out a hundred of those 10 people will reply i'm being completely honest 25 people will hit connect Mm-hmm. 10 people will reply. These are my numbers Yeah. Uh, because I went really specific on what I was looking for. Uh, 10 people will connect. Of those 10, 2 or 3 will say, hey, let's chat. You know, what will end up happening is if you do that one month, then the next month, all those people that reply to you, you follow up with them. Say, hey, now, in my message, there's a portion where I ask for advice on my resume, ask for advice on my LinkedIn profile. I'll do the things that they suggest. And I'll follow up and say, hey, I did the thing you suggested. What do you think? Blah, 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 blah. And then what ends up happening is those people will see, well, this guy is serious. He's following up with me. He's reaching out to recruiters. Recruiters aren't reaching out to him. But what end up happening is what ha- you'll become first in mind. Let's say when they're opening for a role for the position you're looking for, they'll say, what was that guy that reached out to me on LinkedIn whose, whose profile and history fits this exactly? I, you know, I kind of want to put him in a position to get an interview, or they won't tell you because this what happened to me. The recruiter was the corporate recruiter for the entire company. She was the head of recruiters. I didn't know because her title she just puts recruiter, but when you go when I did a little bit deeper searching, she's actually the head recruiter, and she has a team under her. She doesn't actively recruit herself. She told. Another member in the company who was uh, a property manager that was looking to hire someone. Uh, hey, you should reach out to this guy. But what I didn't know was, you know, that's how the property manager taught me. Now, I did my follow up and thanked her for putting me in the position for that. She said, interview you. No, I told her to hire you. Hey, go to the interview. It's a formality. See, and I said, oh, so it's a situation to see if I want to work with you guys now. Yeah, no, you have the skills. You have you you have everything we're looking for. Do you want to work with her? That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, and that has also happened to me as well. Uh, that's actually how I got my position um, within um, Cost Automotive when I started back in 2016. Just, you know, being able to utilize my networking skills with well those people with someone who I already knew that was already with the company and just going through that um, when everything's here you speak and that's why it's very important to uh, extend your hand out to people that you already know extend your hand out to people that you do not know because you don't know what level of influence that they have within their network um, but and don't read a book by it's cover. the title is on one thing but being um, but the quality that you give them within your your engagement can take you further than you expect if you just do the work yeah
0: and then the last idea we're going to hit you guys with because again we're keeping this short and sweet is a network potluck yes. now this is essentially we're going to tailor it to what's going on in the world right now tailor it to COVID. uh so what you would essentially do is you create a zoom time yes. a zoom party uh, some people use party room. I prefer Zoom because I can record it. Yeah, party uh,
1: room, Zoom, Google, whatever. But. Yeah.
0: And what you do is you invite, hmm, i say three people in your network. You invite three people in your network to this call and you put one rule on it. They all have to invite one person.
1: Right.
0: That you don't know or that someone else in the party doesn't know. Uh, and by doing that, what you can do is it is now your job to make sure that you connect with the person that they brought because you know them now you're connecting with their outside network and who knows who they bring
1: yeah and a great way and I, and I want to say a great um you know to help fulfill you know the lack of in person person to um, person in person engagement you know you may want to also you know have some um how i guess i like have somewhat of like predetermined topics or some mm-hmm. topics that everyone can definitely engage on and have a great conversation. So this is where you can put yourself in the driver's seat, be more of a facilitator. And, you know, and I think a good goal to um, strive for is to be the person who is um, who is helping steering the conversation and and seeing how everyone, um, you know, uh, builds the engagement off of each other. Versus you having to force it and the good in the good way and this is the reason why you want to be able to engage and have at least three people out of your personal network, you know join you on this idea and Them having to bring a person along um, bring a person in along with them, you know, that's where you're starting to uh, kind of um, You'll see a more of a pyramid effect. You're starting uh, or a reverse pyramid, I would say, because you're starting with less people, but and then eventually it will grow out into more people. Because mm-hmm. those people who they brought, they t- they brought along with them, then that's how you have it. You'll want to if you have if you're doing this properly, or if you're doing this in a way where people are actually t- fully engaged, they look forward to the next. Uh, session, then guess what? That now you want a so them to bring at least one or two more people along with them when the next go around, and the
0: per- person that originally brought them has mm. to bring someone new. Exactly. So now it just yeah. keeps growing and growing and growing. Uh, and then eventually, when it hits a certain point, you stop and you restart.
1: Stop and restart I like because that.
0: when you restart, now you pull a different group of people mm-hmm. and you start and you go out and you maybe if you can get it to go out four four connections.
1: Yeah. You you. Boom. and I would say, and I would say those people that you, those people in the in that initial, um, that initial build up, I would say you maybe want to put them into like a Facebook community or yeah, e- Facebook group. If e- you Facebook build your group, own Facebook group, yeah, you know, Facebook a group. group or that's uh, email list, you know, something like that. But yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good thing to do.
0: Yeah, and just adding that on because that originally wasn't in the Facebook group is genius because now you're fishing in your own pond yeah you you have a network and even if people aren't using facebook readily that group itself is where they're gonna go when they think of oh i need to network and i need to talk to a person that can help me with this oh i am in that one group where Mm -hmm. there's just people that do crazy things yeah let me go in there and see if any of them can connect me with the right person yeah because the greatest skill you can have is being a connector
1: yeah, and for you people out there, uh, and, I, and I think this is something we're going to end up talking about more in reference to LinkedIn, um, we, we're definitely going to you know, dive into the world of LinkedIn sometime down the road, uh, but this is something that is I feel that's undervalued. The same way where you have Facebook communities, you also have um, uh, link, LinkedIn, you, you LinkedIn have, groups. They have LinkedIn groups, and you know, especially for the professional um, buildup of your network, you want to be able to, you know, invite them to your page and invite them to your LinkedIn group because in this way people already understand that this is a professional setting. We're here to network for the sake of, of course, you know, uh, building, you know, getting to know each other, but we also have a purpose with our engagement versus just you know lollygagging or whatever. You definitely want to have, you know, easygoing conversations, but with the purpose of trying to do good business and that, you know, and with that That's how you can help your professional side of networking.
0: That being said, we're going to keep it short and sweet this Friday. (laughs) This has been another episode of Off the Hustle. It's been a great week of talking about networking. I want you guys to go out and build your network. If you found any value, again, all we ask is that you share. Just share,
1: guys. It's very free and it's very, very time friendly. Peace. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Off The Hustle. Again, we only ask one thing for listening to Off The Hustle as a price to pay. And that is that if you find any value, you share it. You share the moment you found value on social media in the text. You can tap somebody on the shoulder. You can wait. You get to the barbershop and tell them, I don't care. I just want you to share when you find value so that we can help someone else get some value as well.
1: Make sure that you send your Feedback to us either through our email, which is off the hustle podcast at gmail.com, or you can also stay and connect with us through social media, off the hustle podcast, or off the hustle pod if you're on Twitter. Make sure that you guys check us out, continue to follow us, and share your journeys because we look forward to connecting with you from one bit, from one bridge, bridge to another. Peace.
0: Go build, grow, develop. Peace.